I know every time in my life, if I'm being honest, that I don't have perfect peace, honestly, I'm not trusting God at that moment. I can look back at those moments and realize that, I really, you know, to be honest, I wasn't really trusting in God. But every time in my life that I, honest to goodness, am trusting Him, I have this perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. And it guards my heart and it guards my mind in Christ Jesus, like Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says. But when we trust in Him, no doubt about it, we're going to have absolutely perfect peace peace. Now, there's been times in my life, you know, again, I, I know I'm speaking for all of us, but I'll just talk for myself too. But there's more, there's been times in my life where I haven't had perfect peace. And if I was, again, to be honest, I can look back and say, honestly, I had more faith in the problem than I had in God. Why? Because faith is believing without seeing. And if I'm presented with a problem, right, a situation, and really I can't see the end result. I don't know, you know, what's going to happen in that situation. There have been times that I've had more faith in the problem that I, you know, whatever, than I have had in God. You're going to have faith. It's going to, you're going to have faith in something. It might as well be in God. But sometimes we have had more faith in the situation than we have had in God. We're trusting. Oh, man, I know this is going to be the one to take us down. I know that this is going to be the thing that finally kills me. I know that this is going to be the thing that I just can't overcome. Wow, man, you've got a lot of faith. Wow, that's incredible. But what if we put that faith in God? And said, I know that I am making it through this situation. I know that this giant is going to fall. I know that by Jesus' stripes, I have been healed. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we're going to have faith in something. It needs to be in God. Quit trusting the problem more than you trust God. And so, you know, I, I heard this example, and it's pretty true, but, you know, they talk about you go to a circus somewhere, maybe not the one on Main Street right now, I didn't go to that, I don't know, does it have elephants, anyone, does that circus have elephants, no elephants, okay, alright, well this doesn't apply to that circus, but uh, anyway, it has dogs, that's that's cute, I like dogs, alright, actually that's why I don't like dogs, but anyway, uh, don't hate me, don't hate me, I just, I'm not an animal person. So, um, anyway, but elephants, I'm talking about elephants right now, so you go to, you know, um, a lot of different circuses or whatever, and you'll see that they may have a gigantic elephant out there, and and he he's he's tied up to a little stake in the ground, you know, a little and 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 you know these stakes are like 18 inches long, and you look at that and you're like that's kind of a joke. You've got an elephant right here, this full-grown elephant. If it is, it can they can pull a tree right out of the ground by the roots. Yet it's tied to this little thing that a man can just go out there and pull out of the ground? Why is that? Well, you know, I, I, I heard this example, but it's the truth. When that elephant is just a little baby, they'll take it out there, you know, as soon as they can, and they'll tie him to that little stake, and he'll pull against it, and, and pull against it, and he'll do this for weeks and months, and, and he can't pull it out. Well, he eventually just comes to the realization that this stake cannot be pulled out of the ground. I can't do it. And it's got this memory burned in to his little brain. He's got this belief that this cannot be done. And this little thing, this long, that he could absolutely destroy, 
holds him in place and holds him back for the whole rest of his life. And there's so many of us that maybe something happened earlier on. Maybe there's things from the past that used to, you couldn't break it back then. You didn't have the power of Jesus on your side at that point. But here you are now, and some of these things are still just holding you in place. And you're like, man, I, I listen, there's a lot I can do, but that's one I just can't do. Stop that. Back then, you couldn't do it. But with Jesus in your heart now, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. There's absolutely no reason for you to be held back by things of your past. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Quit having more trust in the past. Quit having more trust in your problems than you have in God. Amen. And again, I point out that Isaiah talked about this perfect peace. He said that you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. And again, we point out that that just that must mean that there's some sort of generic peace. And that's what this world is seeking after. There's a lot of things that I'm okay with the generic on. All right? But there's some things that I won't take the generic on. One of those things is Oreos. Thank you. And another of those things is peace. I'm not putting up with any generic peace. You know, oh, take this. This will help you. No, no, no. No, I'm talking about the peace of God. John 14, 27. Let's see what Jesus had to say about it. John 14 and verse 27. Are we having a good time together tonight? Amen. The Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. So John 14. And we're going to look here at verse 27. We're talking about the peace of God. This is a gift that the world cannot give to us. So John chapter 14. And we're going to look here at verse 27. And Jesus himself spoke this. He said, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Why would we be looking for peace from people that don't even have it to give to you? Why would we be looking for peace in places where it doesn't even exist? Jesus said, it's peace that I want to give to you. No, the world doesn't have it. They can't give it to you. And so we need to realize that he has a peace not only for, you know, our body, whatever. No, no. His peace is for our mind and our heart. And that is an absolutely beautiful promise from God's Word. Amen. And so I'm encouraging us. I am challenging us to get a hold of this. You could just write again this verse reference down. I'm not going to turn there, but I mentioned it earlier. Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. And that talks about uh, the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our heart and mind. And that's exactly what Jesus just talked about right there. We're talking about the peace of God. All right. Number three tonight is this, when I trust God, he guides me. When I trust God, I have peace. And number three, when I trust God, I am safe. I am safe. And that is a big promise 
from the Word of God. That's a really big one. Let's look at Proverbs 29 and verse 25. Amen. Proverbs 29, verse 25. The Lord is so good to us. Who's excited about heaven? Dude, can't wait to get there. Excited. But the Lord will keep me safe until then. I picked up my little nephew, Jonas, one day (laughs) from school. I was just thinking about this story. So I picked up Jonas, my little man back there, and he's like, Uncle Dave, you're closer to heaven than I am, aren't you? And I was like, oh, that's that's sweet, buddy. But I I tried to get, you're like, no, hey, listen, yes, I'm close to the Lord. I love him. But, you know, you're just as close to, you know, amen. And I was trying to get all weird. He's like, and so he's like, no, no, no. It's because you're really old. You'll die sooner than me. You're going to get there before I do. And I was like, (laughs) you're so old. All right, man. Good one. Good one. That boy, his mind is interesting, so love him. Love him so much. All right. See, I'm at a point now where I've got tons of nephews in the church. I can't just embarrass my own children. I've got to embarrass my nephews. Then my brother's moving here at the end of the year with three more boys. And so there's going to be like 200 samples boys in this church. It's going to be nuts. I think we counted 11. There's actually going to be 11 samples boys in the church. But anyway, um, Proverbs 29 and verse 25 it says, fearing people is a really, really good idea. No, <laughs> fearing people is a dangerous trap. But trusting the Lord means safety. Trusting the Lord means safety. And I was thinking back that, again, as the craziness of the last few years has unfolded, man, I've seen people just scared out of their wits. Yet others that have had zero fear or anxiety or whatever else is going on. Well, how, how could they be like that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because trusting the Lord means safety. What does trusting the Lord mean? It means safety. And, and, and you know, people say, yeah, I, I get that, but, you know, this is the worst thing that's ever come across. Or I, I get that, but we've never seen anything like this. And I'm like, stop that. Trusting the Lord means safety. And you know, there's an old phrase, if you've been in church circles very long, you've probably heard it, but it's a good one. We're told to let go and let God, right? Let go of it. If you're holding on to it, it's not going to do you any good. Let go and let God. And I heard a story about a man that fell off of the edge of a cliff. And somehow, at the last second, he grabs onto a little branch here. And, and I mean, if something doesn't happen, the man's going to die. So he's clinging onto this branch, and, and he yells out, Help! Is anyone up there? And he hears someone call back, Yes! So he's like, Oh, who are you? And the voice says, I'm God! I'm going to save you! And so the guy's like, Wonderful! What should I do now? And the voice calls back, Let go of that branch! And so the guy pauses, he's like, Is anybody else up there? (laughs) So I'm telling you, hey, do it God's way. Let go and let God rescue you the way that he is going to do it. And so let's turn to Psalm 56, verses 3 and 4. Psalm 56, verses 3 and 4. And as we're turning there, I'm just going to quote Psalm 91. But we got to always remember this. Psalm 91 needs to be on speed dial. You know not one one. You need to know Psalm 91 one. And it says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. 
Verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Psalm 91 is beautiful. But we're looking at Psalm 56 here, verses 3 and 4. Psalm 56, verses 3 and 4. Amen. And King David says, But when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. What a beautiful thing to say. Because, hey, fear tries to come to all of us, right? And David says, When I'm afraid, I will put my trust in you. I praise God for what he has promised. Look at this. I trust in God. So why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? And it goes back to what we saw in Proverbs 29. Fearing people is a dangerous trap. But trusting in the Lord means safety. And I love how David said that. I trust in God. Why should I be afraid? And when we really break that down and look at that, why should we be afraid? Why? We're trusting in God. He's never failed. He's always come through us for us every single time. And, you know, one way we sometimes put it is you've survived 100% of the bad days that you've had in life. And now that you've got God really working in your life, you are absolutely going to overcome every situation that comes your way. And so I'm going to bring it in tonight to this. Trusting God, it doesn't seem like the deepest, you know, uh, most difficult thing to understand. And that's because it's not. It's a simple thing. But our Christian faith all depends upon this trust in God. It's faith. Trust in God. And so I'm challenging us tonight that any situation uh, that may be coming against you, man, any weapon that's been formed against you, listen, trust God that it will not prosper. You are coming out on top every single time, but we've got to trust him. Amen. We've got to trust him. All right. Praise God. Well, I'm going to go ahead and bring it in for a landing right there this evening. Kind of short and sweet tonight, but praise God. That's something that we have got to get a hold of in our hearts. All right. Let's go ahead and stand up together this evening. Who knows that the Lord is good. His mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, Pastor Josh is going to lead us in some worship here tonight. And uh, if you need prayer for anything at all, we'd love to be in agreement with you. We'd, we'd love to pray for you, pray with you, and see the Lord work in your life this evening. And again, if not, you know, just take a few minutes to worship the Lord and, uh, and talk to Him tonight. But let's take a minute. And if you need prayer, come on up. And my prayer team is going to join me. And uh, we'd love to be in agreement with you tonight. Amen. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. I know my God will never fail I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory 
You turn it for good. You turn it for good. And you take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. And you take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. Turn it for good. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you. see a victory for the battle belongs to you Lord I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you Lord out in prayer together tonight. Who's been blessed on this nice, cold winter evening? Yes. Amen. It always pays to make it out to the house of God. Amen. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, want to remind you, we got service on Wednesday at 7, so make sure you're here for the hour of power. Ladies, the women's meeting is, uh, again, it's going to be on Friday night, so make sure you're together for that time of fellowship and encouragement and uh, just so many great things going on. Amen. Let's go ahead and let's pray and then we'll speak some words of faith over our start tonight. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for what we've seen in the word of God tonight. And Lord, we know that we are told, we are commanded to trust in the Lord with all of our heart, to lean not to our own understanding. Lord, you said for us to acknowledge you in all of our ways and you would direct our paths. And so Jesus, we commit tonight that we are trusting you and Lord, we are believing in your word and we are doing your word and we know that we've got no other choice but to have victory in Jesus. We love you so much. And Jesus, we ask that you would use us this week to be the light of the world everywhere we go and to spread the love of Jesus and to draw men unto you, Father. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Can we get an amen tonight? Amen. All right. Let's go ahead and we will speak some words of faith over Barstow. Pastor Katie, you got some? City Council's tomorrow night if you want to meet me there at 6.30. Okay. Hey, Pastor Katie will be there at the City Council tomorrow night for the meeting. And uh, those of you that have been going, hey, they just been sitting there. Okay, sorry. Clarification. <laughs> Some of you haven't been to City Council before. So if you're going to go with us to City Council, I need for you to dress like you're representing Jesus, like you care. Um, and we're in there to pray. Okay? We're not in there to 
make any decisions or have any attitudes or opinions. We're there for Jesus. Okay, so if you want to meet me there at 630, you can quietly sit in the back and pray to the Lord for his will being done in our city. Amen. 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 Yes. I watch the meetings online because I stay back with the kids while she's praying there. And uh, I, I always see the whole back row is all these high desert words. I see Alexis and Nick and Sabrina and all, all you guys just sitting there like quietly praying. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. So keep it up, guys. Amen. It's great to see. All right, let's do this. We declare that Barstow is a blessed city. Our families are blessed. Our schools are blessed. Our churches are blessed. Barstow is healed. Barstow is prospering. Barstow is safe. Barstow is strong. Barstow is surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Barstow is full of love, joy, and peace. Barstow is full of the glory of God. Barstow is coming to Jesus. Barstow is saved. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we'll see you Wednesday or tomorrow.